welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we watched a lot as kids, the movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the late 80s and early 90s. I'm your host, Samantha, and I'm joined today by your other host, Charlie. Charlie, how's life? I'm good. I'm, I'm curious as why you picked Samantha and professional for yourself, and I'm Charlie. There's no Charles. I feel like I, I feel never... like I should have a suit and a tie for your name, and you're just in boxes and jeans for not my name or something like that. Um, I have never in my life once called you Charles. I've called myself Samantha before. When you say my name, though, your Minnesota comes out. Charles? Yeah. <laughs> Charles? <laughs> Welcome to it. We watched uh, The Little Rascals. We did. The only movie where the entire time all you can think is, that is so goddamn cute. That is so <laughs> goddamn cute. Even as a little kid, I was like, oh, their kids are precious. They're so cute. That, that, I mean, like, it could be just like, basically, it could just be the only thing that would be cuter if they were all puppies. I mean, yeah. these kids are so fucking adorable, yeah. and everything they do is so innocent, but grown up way. Oh my god! Yeah, because it. it's funny because this movie, the whole plot of it is adult scenarios. Kids don't act like that, right? By any means, that's like the point of it. It's adult scenarios, but played out by little kids. So, like by default, it's just cute. And over Darla, because anytime, please. anytime kids act like grown ups, it's cute. It's a, oh. except when they're bitchy, then it's just annoying. Well. I mean... <laughs> Shit gets real at home, you know. Do you want to give us a quick uh, rundown of what we what we watched? What we watched? We watched a movie where, I mean, it was like, okay, I'll just give you the rundown of the story, and that's what you're looking for. That's <laughs> that is what I'm looking for. I was going to give you so much. themes that I picked out and whatever. <laughs> that's stupid. Oh, uh, some kids have a clubhouse, and it the gets he man woman the he man club. woman handles. And there's no girls allowed, but one of their uh, main leaders, actually, Mr. Alfalfa, is in love with Darla, this hoe from next door. And <laughs> he, she thinks that he's ashamed of her, and he is ashamed of her. Yeah. So he's like, to prove it, you can hang out at my clubhouse, and he does it the day when all the boys are supposed to be gone. The boys know he's going to be there, and so they set up this whole shitty thing with some, like, disgusting things to eat and stuff, which, and then, all of a sudden, they're like, come, let us in, let us in, and he's like, not by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin, and he burns the house down, and the clubhouse is ruined, so now we have to figure out where we're going to get the money for the lumber, because we discovered it's, like, five to six hundred dollars for the lumber to mm-hmm. rebuild the clubhouse. Yeah, John Goodman told us that. I thought it was Norm. It was Norm. That wasn't John Goodman. You fattest. <laughs> Not all God. fat people look alike. God, Sam. That's so that's sizest. Continue. So they go to the bank to try to get a loan for the money, but they weren't um, adult enough. And right. that's where we also met Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. And then they find that there is... They go to the fair where the talent show is, and they put a jar up that says admittance is $3. So... Mm-hmm. Buckley they raise and, all, and what's the other one's name? The two, Buckley, the cutest ones. The most uh, Porky. Oh, Porky, Porky and, and Buckwheat are the Buckley. cutest of all of the kids. 
And they put up a sign. They get all this money. They're just like, hey, why did you do this? The teacher, that's beautiful. And she becomes an assassin in Kill Bill. And she's like, this money has to cost. And she's like, well, hey, why doesn't the money go to the winner for the race? And that way he can get his grubby little fucking fingers hey, on that spanky. That's not, that's not Uma Thurman. No, it's Daryl Hannah. Oh, okay. So come at me, bro. <laughs> Bitch, I haven't please. seen Kill Bill. Like, ever? No, I haven't. Don't what? Watch, I don't watch Tarantino films normally. Oh! I know. I'm so sorry. Continue. I don't know I'm if I sorry. can continue a movie watching <laughs> podcast with you and you tell me you don't like Quentin Tarantino. Are you young and hip? No. That's what we found out. I Moving just... past it. I don't want your excuse anymore. We're done. So next we go to, they go to the talent show and reasons. we're done. Okay. And he drinks bubble reasons. and he spits them up and it's cute. And he, um... Somebody wins the talent dragon. show. Keep going. I am trying, but you keep saying stupid things like against Quentin Tarantino, and I just can't handle it. And at the end, they go to the drag race, and it's basically uh, remember those racer cartoon movies? It's basically that happens, and they um, the great race. Space Jam. Sure, Space Jam, sweetie. And there's a race, they win, they get the money, they meet a woman race car player, who the fuck knew that lesbians can, like, race cars and stuff, and it was over. Reba McIntyre's not a lesbian. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Not that that's something you can complain about, and, like, it's something that's a negative thing, it's just a misinformation. Yeah. I'm Boom. so glad you clarified PC, that. PC, motherfucker, PC! I think this movie is interesting because it's nostalgic, because it's a remake of... A TV show. Of short films that came out in the 30s. That's right. That were that were originally called Our Gang, and then when they were released on television, they were the name was changed to the Little Little Rascals. So this is, and then there, I think there was another remake of those. So this is a remake of a remake, mm. essentially. And it's interesting because our generation is nostalgia crazy. Hello, we're doing a podcast about you know films from our childhood. This movie. Are you like, saying I'm a stereotype now? That's gross. Yes, I am saying that, and I'm saying that. Stack them up with the gay things. This too, movie I guess. just like put it out there, like, "Hello, children, you'll be nostalgic someday," and we took that and ran with it. We did, and it was amazing. I liked it because it was it was kind of like a Three Stooges episode. It was so old school slapstick, like yeah, it's a but lot adult. Of yeah, it was so mm-hmm. great that way, and that. 1920s like kind of feeling I guess with these little kids yeah. in downtown like their LA. outfits they would never <laughs> they wear like vests and ties and did you recognize any of the places where they shot now that you've lived in LA I did yes I I did I realized that the firehouse yep is right by my job yep my place of business that's and so now right. every time I drive by there, I'm like, I say, what's the number for 911? <laughs> I think, I got a pickle. I got a pickle. I, I, there's other times when I think of that song, too, and I kind of laugh to myself. I think about myself. that song all the time. You know that was improvised by the actor that played Buckwheat? Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. He's so what brilliant. What a smart little What a smart little else. entrepreneur. Yeah, it was cool. And the cutest kid on the show. Yeah, him and Porky are tied to me. Porky's rad, but Buckwheat fucking nailed it. He's got more of like a spunk, yeah. He's more sassy. Porky just laughs at everything he says. He's like a really cute dog. You just want to hug him until I stop breathing. It's so fucking cute. (laughs) You get angry. I don't know why. There's a term for that. Like so aggressive that you want to hurt something. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. It's 
probably called Charlie. I'm not sure. Oh my god, stop the blushing. <clears throat> um, so there we see their clubhouse. Their clubhouse it's killer. is like prime fucking real estate. Yeah. Prime. In LA too. Like you're gonna have to beat off like homeless mm-hmm. and like people who want to masturbate somewhere in public. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the junkies, but nah. We're right. masturbators. There's, there's no homeless people in this movie. That yeah, would, farce. That would be it. I'm surprised those kids haven't, like, tried to... They should have just sold their land and, like, had their club meetings at Denny's or something. <laughs> yeah, because they own it. They owned it for sure. Absolutely. It looked like they did. They're building a house there. It looks like underneath fucking franklin and argyle that bridge right there that's what that looked like to me that looked like them playing where people go "Mm, i'm gonna tend here for the night because i have nowhere better option but it's like on a hill it's nice next to it i love a nice hill it's a good hill i I mean if it's on a hill you got a view (laughs) you are absolutely right i apologize you're Mm -hmm. right it is Mm -hmm. um a silver lake askew so we are introduced to these kids are having an emergency meeting of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. No girls allowed. Girls are not welcome. This is not a He-Man fan club, though. We're yeah. going to make that clear. Because it, it seems like they don't like watch movies or something. Because this is throwback to the 20s. This These kids go outside and play. Mm-hmm. We were poor. We used to have to. We didn't have cable. Oh, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. I sound like such an Eeyore. Debbie Downer. <laughs> we didn't have cable. We had a... Dick and a rat. We would poke the rat too. Yeah, I didn't have TV for a while. My parents took it away. <laughs> yeah, it's because you go a little crazy, maybe. I mean, why did they take it away? Why did they take it away? Maybe because I knew all of the commercials and I could sing them back to my dad. He's like, I think you watch too much TV. <laughs> <laughs> I knew all the jingles. No, remember in the 90s, they had like the compilation CDs. I I know them all by heart. I I know all by heart. I knew all of them. (laughs) Like, I didn't know the whole song. I knew like that four second snippet. And then I knew the song that came turning an eternal Close your eyes. I don't know any of them anymore. Oh my god, I, I remember blocked that them one. from them. They're they're the reason my TV got taken away, so it made me upset. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, all they have to do is take out the commercials, and the problem doesn't exist. Exactly. There you go. I know. Thank you. Well, to retaliate, I watched screensavers on our computer. <laughs> You got them good, Sam. You got them good. Yeah, they don't want me to have like, a TV. Oh, I've seen I'm going to watch one. something anyway. This watch... pipe is about to bounce off the side of the screen in three, two, call it. We hit, there was like a lawnmower one with the guy about the lawn. Oh, just fast The little kitten that dug up the screen. I hate myself the for contributing toasters. to this. Remember the ones that were paintings and they were just like these really cool elaborate paintings you could just watch get painted? No, the, we didn't the screen have that Oh, I guess it was super fancy. We had, like, the Mac bundle, because we had a Mac. Well, that's fancy. Yeah, it was. It was really cool. One of them was, like, a trivia game. It was intense. Anyways, that's besides the point. <laughs> so, 
riveted. <laughs> Fucking riveted over here. Look, I didn't have cable. I didn't have TV for a while. Screensavers were my everything at, yep. at one point in time. And that's where we meet all of our little friends and their little stereotypical names in this little clubhouse meeting. Yeah. And then who's not there? Alpha. Alpha. Well, we don't even, like, know him as, like... We never see him as part of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Right. Because right away, he's alienated. He's not there. But so he's like, Spanky's best friend. Right. And right, his right, right. goat, he was called upon in the, to for the right, group, but he so wasn't So they're there. holding an emergency meeting because there's a derby race that they want to be in, and they have a race car, and they have a nice race car. It is As nice. we see, because there's two bullies outside that want to steal it. And they have to keep watch. By the way, do you ever notice how in 90s movies there's always, the bullies always have like a leather jacket? And mullets. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Do I mean. You, do you think that. They're greaser kids. Maybe. It's because they're rich so they can afford a leather jacket. No, I think it's because they're trailer trash. And this trash, is just like. And that's what their parents bought them. But leather you, jackets are more expensive. You're right. But when you mix a leather jacket with a mullet. The expensivity of it is gone. I know that's Maybe, not a word, but, but like, I think possibly it's we're like alien trained to alienate the upper class, huh? Or it's that their dads are super old, and there's just like their dad's hand me down of a leather jacket from like when the those were cool in like the fifties or something. I'm gonna stand by my whole. Leather jacket equals unruly children and people who aren't watching their kids. Okay. And so they're looked at as they don't have to go by rules because nobody sets them for them. You're going like the Sean from Boy Meets World route. Yep. So that's your basis for every bully in every 90s show. Yep. Is that, that's fair, actually. Horrible parenting. Every bully is like Sean from Boy Meets World, who at the end of the day has a heart. Right. Yep. And these bullies, I feel like they're only dicks because all of the neighborhood kids exclude them. I know, right? Like, to a degree where it's hurtful. They even yeah. basically flick them off, it looks like, except for it's like that Friends version where they made a, made a new symbol of it. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I would rip some shit up, too. Like, what's that for? That's not necessary. Ugh. It was so, like... To be fair, they beat them up. But... When? They, After this happened? It makes them... Yeah, they say that... They're hurt. And they're they children. And they're boys. They don't know how to deal with it. Violence is not the answer, little boys. Well, I mean, neither is having a plastic little Heather meeting saying, oh, we're going to hang out and exclude girls and those they two are. boys. And they, like, have, like, so what What interesting things happen in your world today? And it's, like, all about how they hate girls. It's one, gossip. The one is like, well, a girl asked me to play, but I got her back. I showed her my lizard. Giggity. It's like, these are the boys that grew up. To go on Tinder and say mean things about girls. It's these are those guys. <laughs> these are the trolls of the internet. This is where they got their story. Okay, okay. <laughs> I feel like these are the same people that are in elk clubs. I don't know that what need elk group clubs validation. Um, Do you ever watch the Flintstones? Yes. You know the men meetings he used to go all the time. That's like yeah. an elks club. It's like a, so it's like the human women's club. hater club. Basically, but for grown men, usually with skulls. <laughs> so, regardless, so they called this emergency meeting to find a racer of the car in the derby because their favorite race car driver, AJ Ferguson, is going to be there and they Which... want to meet him. 
And I already ruined the ending, so I don't know why you're being so damn coy. <laughs> but my thing is, this, it's... if it's your favorite, how do you not know it's a girl? Because they're always in the car. I guess they probably just... Pictures, TV, I mean, really, though? If it's your I mean, favorite. It's, it's stretching it, yes, but... And usually I'm all about the stretch, Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they say, like, whoever the this driver is has to be the most he-manliest man... And he's got to be the best. And they draw on its alfalfa. He's not there. Cut to alfalfa in a rowboat with Darla. And that's how we're introduced to alfalfa. Again, I'm so angry because I just think it's so fucking cute. She's got a little parasol. He's rowing the boat for a little bow tie. His little ears wiggling. It's so damn. One thing I don't very particularly like about this is the use of his hair. The use of his hair is a substitute quite frequently for his penis. And I'm sorry, but I don't want to see that when a six-year-old is person in front of me. I think that was... I never got that from this. But that's what it is. Because every time, like, Darla turned like, him on... Did you, like, look that up and saw that the director of the 20s film, said, <laughs> short film, said, I'm going to make this six-year-old kid have a... Well, I don't know about some. the 20s short, but this short, this movie... Well, this is... That was based off of that, though. And then in that, has that to be it. he had the little hair sticky up thing. He had the hair sticky up, but in this movie, they use it to symbolize Alfalfa getting really excited. And typically, it's it only one... It was always up. It's, it's always up. Yeah. But it also, may, he, it, periodically through the show, it would go boing whenever Darla would do something cute or kiss him. They use it in substitute That's of a disgusting. penis. I never noticed That's that before. That's what I'm saying. It's and so I gross. Feel like violated that you brought that up. I mean, um. it was... No! I'm not violating anything! Don't use that goddamn word! You, but yeah, you deserve it! I'm saying it's inappropriate. I'm saying call Chris Johansson. He'll figure this shit out. I take offense with the fact that they think this five-year-old girl wants to be in a boat ride where all the dude is, is doing is saying... You're really great. I like hanging out with you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that is so boring. I'm sorry, but there are some dumb bitches that that's all they want. <laughs> I guess, but from you a guess. young age we to, like... We know so many people at that. I, sure. Sure. I guess I was just you not the little... You hang out with dancers. I do. I would they're say not, that this crowd would be vain. a darla breed. They're not all vain. Um, <laughs> but you knew where I was going When with I it. was at a... A young age watching this movie, I that was my thought. Like that looks really boring. I'd rather be in the He Man Woman Haters Club. That looks fun. <laughs> Hanging out with your buddies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're not trying to get a kiss. I mean, you can get it in other ways by hanging out. You don't have to be beautiful right. holding an umbrella on a boat. And that would be called be Charlie and a homosexual times. because you'd be hanging out with the He Man Woman Haters trying to get a kiss. Okay. <laughs> out, they're trying to say. Alfalf is not that boy. He wants to kiss a girl. So he's out hanging with some hoe on a boat, pulling some stunning moves. He's got more game than I have ever had in my whole life. I respect it. I wish I had that kind of man power, but I don't. So when I see it, it's like, that is a great idea. It's so cute and tacky, but so adorable at the same time. Although I wouldn't stand for a man holding a parasol in my canoe. What are you doing? I mean, it's kind of tender if you like that sort of thing. He would be reading me a book. Maybe Harry Potter. Mm, okay. Or maybe a Stephen King novel. That's beautiful. 
That's really romantic. Thank you so much. <laughs> am, am I supposed to say what I would want? Yep. Okay. Um, I guess he would be singing me a song. Who's in the canoe with you, Sam? Right now, my main concern in life is Jon Snow being alive. Okay, and so Jon so Snow. that's who I'm focusing on. Okay. Because then we'll have verification that he's alive and well. Though, if I'm picturing a guy in a boat, I'm picturing Gendry. Because he's still in a boat somewhere. He could have picked up his darling. He's just singing away. And that's why we haven't seen him for four seasons. I just... <laughs> Want to spit on you a little bit, but that's great. <laughs> what about in like two years when somebody watch, reads watches this podcast and they're like, "Well, I mean, obviously we know what happens." Right. If you're in the future, Shh, please, don't tell us. Please Lake House us and tell us what happened to Jon Snow because <laughs> I cannot wait. This we could put money on that. Drawn I, out for too long. I can't. We need to. We need to move <laughs> forward with what we got to deal with right now, and it is the little rascals. Goddamn it. Sorry, we can get distracted with Game of Thrones Shame. very easily. Shame. Shame. Yes, we shall continue. And so they're in the boat, and he's being cute, and he's like, oh my god, the meeting. No, how'd they end that scene? They find him, right? They, oh yeah, they sat by him on the boat. Yeah. Yep. And they discover that he wants to bring her to the clubhouse the next day. Because yeah. all the boys are supposed to be out fishing. So not only is he ruining that day and the drawing, but he's also ruining their fishing day the next day and their clubhouse. But it's not his fault that they don't want to go fishing, that they'd rather fuck with him. He is using their clubhouse that is so mission is to not have women in it to bring a woman in it. It is his fault. Yes, but he is also in the right here because women should be allowed their discriminatory group. This isn't no. This no, is no. him not realizing yet that he's taking a stand, but a stand needs to be made, and he is <laughs> taking it on accident. I'm going to argue with this. Okay, it's a club, and I will tell you, driving down to K Town, Koreatown here in LA, mm-hmm. or going towards um, in Thai Town here, mm-hmm. there are men's clubs and there are women's clubs, and yes, they're like spas, and you go through different rooms, but they are separate for a reason. Men are better, and we don't have to deal with you when we're steaming. Who wants to steam with a woman? I don't woman? think these kids are going for that kind of boys club. I mean, I it's a boys they're club. Just, they're just hanging out, and they don't want to hang out with girls, because girls, they've just been ingrained because they're little boys to not like being around little girls. It's society that's telling them that, and they learn that by the end of the movie. But in this instance, they've join this club because their parents like they said we're the ones in a long line of woman haters and we're the ones that are ruining this by letting girls in because that's always been how these clubs get destroyed is they get older and they start to like women and then it dissolves but in this instance they're little kids so that shouldn't be a dividing factor because the little girls are cool too they just don't know Darla is not cool True, Darla wants to sit in the boat and hear how great she is. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Sounds awful. So I think this next part happens before the clubhouse incident, but the Alfalfa part? brings before. The- yeah, it's when he gets caught with her in there, he pulls the thing up with the candle lit in it. No, I know that. I'm talking about when um, he brings Darla home and another guy pulls up. 
Oh yeah, Waldo, the little rich boy. Is it Carrie Ew's son? Because oh my god, they look so much alike. Oh, I never thought of that. Don't they? He was on Full House. Yep. He as a kid he was on everything, and then now nothing. He's good looking now. Now. Yeah, he's a go-go dancer now. Stop it! Really? Yeah. I have a dollar. Well, I think he lives. <laughs> I think he lives in California. Yeah. Because, you know, when Full House was coming back, everyone was super excited about. It which minor characters were going to make it come back. And so everybody checked in on what everyone was doing, and he's go-go dancing and looking great. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Guy or a girl bar? Is he gay? I think he's gay, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a shocker. Charlie's ready for it. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Night it's Winks. Stop it. True. <laughs> so he pulls up, and he is the classiest of the classy. Like, he has his own driver. He has a is dog. Is a dog attacked? another child and they barely go okay come here buddy and the dog runs back from darla's point of view he's like he's like alfalfa who is already like trying to be like refined but like this dude is like actually like dripping swag don't say dripping when (laughs) describing a child i'm sorry i can't do it I'm so sorry. It's I didn't weird. mean it like that. It's weird. He's just got like the confidence that Darla is looking for in a man. That's fair. It's not. Like, there's nothing wrong with liking a confident man. But I mean, yeah, to me, it looked he, like he batted his money at her, and she was like, "Hello." He threw his like stability and security at her. You know, like I have all this money, I will be able to take care of you, and I will take care of you. Listeners, if you're listening, you can totally throw your stability at me. <laughs> You laugh. And, like, it's it's funny. I get it because this is an adult scenario that's played out by little kids. But normally, a new kid shows up, you might think he's annoying as fuck because he rolls up and throws his all the money he has on your face. I would be but like, do you have an Nintendo? normally, he would pull up and Alfalfa would be like, hey, there's another dude to hang out with. Do you want to come to our clubhouse tomorrow? Just pretend you hate women for a little bit. It's what I do. <laughs> but no, he's instantly, like, mad because this dude... Has met any of the other little girls in town, but decides that Darla's his favorite and wants to steal him away from Alfalfa. Alfalfa's, like, smuggling women lover into the club. Just <laughs> so, like, for some, he's, like, trying to float the idea of, like, having women in I'm like, I need to, I need to get some men in here. He should have done that. Yeah. They could have started a coup. Could you? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> a coup. Get out. Okay, too uh, much. It. It's it. <laughs> Nothing. What's a coup with you? <laughs> That was awful. I'm literally <laughs> crying in my insides. They're so... I, it's just... Especially when they wear that bowler hat. It's just like, son of a bitch, kid. The main... The bald-headed yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. I don't remember either. I honestly had to, like, look up. I remember Alfalfa's name because they say it a lot. Because Darla says it. Oh, Alfalfa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're really good at a darling person. Thank you. And I know Buckwheat because he's like the coolest one. Um, so then there's the fire scene where uh, they're all trying to put out the fire and quick. it's so cute. What's the number for 911? I don't know. Oh, it's so cute. They're across cute. the street from a firehouse. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. But the boys back at camp are like doing a bucket of water, trying to put it out. And it comes out to like a cup of it left over in the bucket because they're kids and they're adorable. Yeah. Petey, though, I will say is one of the best parts of this movie. That Which, dog is oh, so dog. fucking cute. Although I feel like it had female nipples on it. 
I know that's a weird thing to bring up, but like the whole movie is like he's supposed to be a boy, but like it looks like a girl. I didn't. I didn't pay the attention to the himself. nipples of the dog. <laughs> I hate you so hard. Like, I thought, like, there's so many weird shots where it looks like a female dog. It's like I. I hate you. God damn it. Okay. So, um, what they have a sleepover because Alfalfa's punishment for ruining the clubhouse even though it's not really his fault alone um his punishment is to guard the race car day and night from the bullies that are trying to steal it so the boys end up having a slumber party in the clubhouse at like a night. fun slumber party too. yeah and meanwhile across town meanwhile. darla is also having a slumber party it's a very grease moment very grease moment it is yeah and the girls are talking about how gross boys are, and the boys are talking about how boring girls are. I agree with the boys on that one 100%. I say it's sausage fest. Let's do it. Let's do it. Who needs bitches? They can do nothing but smell weird. You're one of those little boys that you never grew out of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. I'm just realizing that. Is you're, that right? You're fighting for it so hard. Shit, yeah, man. Who needs women? Ew. You surround yourself with, like, couple of duels and a few questioning boys <laughs> <laughs> i want to see a christopher nolan version of the little rascals <laughs> they're like that selling smack on the corner or some weird shit like that like he's, he's not dark and twisted it, he's raw he's real life so if i mean these street kids were pulling tricks around christopher la nolan yeah I'd say he's real life. It's dark for sure, but it has meaning. Right. And a version of that, but with little rascals? Are you kidding me? Well, like Shut setting up. them into outer space or putting them in a dream world? This okay, whole he's more a than a one note kind of director. Okay. So he's obviously not going to shoot them out into space. Leprechaun did that with its sequels, and it did not work out. I do like that they have. Um, this dream sequence, Alfalfa has a nightmare of when he's on the cliff with Darla and she's making him choose because then all the boys are coming and starting a war. Mm-hmm. And what does Bucky, Spanky, what's his name? His best friend says, I must destroy you before forbidden love destroys our manly bond. Ah, oh, so cute. It's, it's Spanky. It's like the whole theme of the movie is these boys are so worried about losing that manly bonds that they don't realize that they could gain so much more in friendship if they were just not discriminating, you know? I don't know. I'm going to go back to my previous statement. That's the statement, whole point of this I'd movie. Is the less women, the That's better. the journey that these little boys need to go on. They need to reach... And the girls, because, you know, to be fair, they have this slumber party where they talk about how gross boys are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was on all the commercials. Yeah. Boys! Yeah, girls. Yeah, Darla was so freaking cute in that, though. Oh. Yeah, she is. She's right front and center in front of the camera. And that now must she... have been like the the best part of filming that <laughs> that movie. The, probably the easiest one. All those kids in one pot spot. I think that would be the biggest nightmare. No, just like you guys. How do you feel about girls? Yeah. That was my impression you... of them. I, it was like I was there. It's so good, though. <laughs> Uh, they're like looking you can just tell they're staring at somebody like a a first ad off to the side like oh these fucking kids how do you feel about girls <laughs> this is a big moment for you in this photo shoot 
photo um, shoot, film shoot. It wasn't yeah, even a photo. A God damn yeah. it. Mm-hmm. This was also Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's film debut. Was it really? Notice, yeah. And Raven Simone was in this too. I never she noticed is, before. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know they were the same age. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. And now look at Raven Simone. She's on the view. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. She's an opinion now. And she's a lesbian. So much has changed. She never grew out of her ways either. So there. Some of us just never want to leave our clubs. Yeah. It's nice and cozy in here. So Alfalfa is real tore up about being in the position that he's in in the group. Where they're all mad at him and blame him for all the things that just went wrong the past few days. And he's also sad that Darla thinks that she he didn't stand up for her and mm-hmm. that he's ashamed of her. And so she he's lost Darla. He's lost his friends. He's lost Darla. He The only thing he can do is do the probationary task that the boys gave him to do, which is guard the race car. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> Spanky shows up and is like, I'm going to snap you out of this. You know, I'm going to be your friend. We're going to get Buckwheat and Porky to watch the car and we're going to go talk to Darla once and for all and just get this finished with. Which he's trying to be a good friend. Yeah, that's really sweet. In good friend world. But I mean, really, yeah. he sabotaged life. Well, he sabotaged right, his whole dating life and in turn it ruined their clubhouse. So, like, Sabotaged. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't coin it. It's from New Girl. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's a Schmidt term. I'm sorry. Um, but it's just, it's crazy how often you can use that in day-to-day life, you know, that term. Mm-hmm. So anyways, so they go to talk to Darla and they end up in a ballet performance. Okay, this next, that whole scene reminded me of a Bugs Bunny episode so much even the how you doing big boys i'm like this is like (laughs) bugs bunny spit all over this part i loved it maybe that's why i love this so much is it was kids in adult scenarios and that's all warner brothers cartoons were and that's all disney cartoons were back in the day and Mm -hmm. so it was such a great reflection on that like like even to the wig coming off on a tree and be like that realization and that yeah. just beat of yoink and like whoa, 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 whoa and like oh, yeah none of them running as the bullies chase them mm-hmm. and like all the whole gay jokes that are like undertone it's like it's so fucking funny because it's kids it can be so innocent but at the same time it's like this little bastard really just say this because that would hurt him oh it's so cute though i mean homegirl worked a wig yeah i mean they're little kids so you know yeah. <laughs> so I don't know where I was going with that. Just... And the whole um, derby race? Oh, we're not even near that. Next, we have the talent show. Yes, the talent show, which was referenced earlier in the movie when Alfalfa told Waldo that they were performing a song together, mm-hmm. him and Darla. And Waldo said, oh, no, bitch. You think you are? We're performing a song together and you're going to watch. And honestly, Wallo kills it. I gotta say, Wallo has a better mm-hmm. singing voice than Alfalfa. Yeah. He's got more zazz. And you know I like zazz. But when um, Alfalfa and Spanky are dressed up as ballerinas, they talk to Darla and ask about Alfalfa. Mm-hmm. And it's his voice. And she loves his voice. Yeah. And she says, he's yeah, terrible. Yeah, I'm a lucky goyle. But I love his voice. 
His voice makes me melt. It's so gross. It's pretty cute. And so he knows that's how he's going to win her back is by singing. But Waldo pours dish soap in his water. I mean, the idiot couldn't taste it. He deserves what's coming at him. He did taste it. He took the one sip, but still swallowed it. He should have spit it out. Mm-hmm. I don't... I've never tested it, and I don't want to test it. It doesn't. But I don't think that, right? You it won't blow bubbles if No, because I did try it when I was a kid. Because <laughs> really? I thought how cool, and I got a realization. They should have put a disclaimer in the uh, I'm movie. I'm sure there was. I'm an idiot. I like, don't think... That, I didn't see one. They have I one now like, for idiots like me. There's lawsuits. I didn't see it. You did... There's lawsuits? You looked it up? No. I just mean the only reasons... Do not try these at home. Is because some idiot was like, you know what? This I mean, in this movie, idea. in this instance, I thought that it was like, as a child, I was like, that's dumb. That's not real. That wouldn't happen, you. but it's funny. <laughs> I hate you. Because you smiled at me and looked at me when you said that's dumb. And I know what you were saying. I can read it. Okay. I can You're not read dumb. It. I just really wish I would have been there when you tried to do it. I mean, it wasn't like I took a gallon jug of it and like went did to town. Did you like take a sip and like try to sing, and like then you did. took another sip, tried to sing no, some more? No, because it took too much for that first sip, and I was like not having it. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even get hiccups. This isn't gonna work. You have to have hiccups so and burp bubber, bubbles. Maybe that's why I didn't get it. You should check it out. Try to get hiccups. Well, Darla is either way like real embarrassed because he calls her out. Mm-hmm. But it's like. One, he should have won the talent show in that case because that is a, a talent. Bubbles coming out while you're singing. <laughs> that's fair. That's that is better a, than having a good singing voice. That's, I, I would, understand why he didn't It was win. a good show, and all the people were getting into it. They were all popping yeah. the bubbles in the air. They were excited about life, even yeah. though it was a stupid bubble. And they were grown adults mm-hmm. chasing bubbles. Do you not get what I'm annoyed at those grown ass adults? One adult came up and like tried to bite it and eat it. And all <laughs> I could think of is. That just came out of a child's mouth that's not your own. And then you kind of ran up to the stage to go eat it. I don't like this, sir. I don't know why. It's not like you did anything weird, but you kind of did something weird, no? Oh, you know what they had? I don't know if they had it when I was a kid, but when my nephew was little, um, he got, like, some flavored bubbles. That's like, disgusting. Like, grape flavor. And so me, like, I don't think he even cared about it because I used all of it. <laughs> and we would <laughs> blow bubbles and like try to bite the bubbles because they tasted like grapes. It was that's you know you can eat grapes. I know it was just exciting. And then to eat the bu- I don't know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought Your that up. Your goal that was, was to eat soap, <laughs> and you were making fun of me. Bitch, come at me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> They were edible bubbles. That's great. It's like going up to like those markers so that fun. smell good and be like, hey, lick this. No, it was. If it's flavored, that means you gotta try it. <laughs> Obviously. It wasn't scented. It was You went through scented. a whole jar, you said. You just said, but a moment ago, you ate a jar of bubbles. No, I didn't like down it. I blew the bubbles. No, I get the process. Them. I get the process. Okay. I just adore you, Sam. <laughs> Gracias. So, um, what next? There's. <laughs> I don't remember the transition from the talent show to the derby race, but 
nonetheless. Uh, the car got it, stolen. Remember the oh, bullies the stole bullies their car. Stole it. And so the next is the montage of them getting all the parts and making a new car as a team and coming back you know, together. This movie and other '90s films and TV shows, looking at you, Full House, made it look really mm. easy to build a race car. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, my friends, it is not. Because I tried. I had, like, a wagon and, like, cardboard boxes. I was like, I can do it. <laughs> I spent, like, ten minutes on it. Like, this is bullshit. You and spent ten up. minutes? They had a whole song that they did a montage to. And you did ten minutes with a cardboard box? Come on. Oh, yeah. You I can't lost, blame Full House lost, for your ingenuity. I lost interest in it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> also, there, like, wasn't a derby race for me to participate in, so I, like, didn't really care. And theirs were electronic. It wasn't even, like, the kind that were just downhill, where it's just, like, you remove the block and whoever goes faster. Theirs is, like, they had Oh, yeah, they're all running cars. Yeah. And they're not the only ones with a running car. All of the kids had mm-hmm. them. So all these kids, like, Waldo didn't make his. He bought it, obviously. But everybody else made those cars, too. Except for the bullies. Well, they stole it. But they made enhancements. Right. And I want to say the Little Rascals didn't make that originally either. You don't think so? No, I thought they said they had it. They got it from somewhere. Or they passed down from Rascal. I don't know. It's a good thing it got stolen because their new car was so much better and they made it. Way better. Well, it wasn't for a little alfalfa's hair groin. Then they went to one. If it wasn't for Darla's handkerchief that he tied on the end, it flew off so he had to go like a gentleman and be like no this is important i mean it was obviously because i got in the game but waldo is also like doing dirty tricks to them on the road like did you ever watch the amazing race cartoons no the hanna-barbera ones where it was just like a bunch of cars racing to the end and they all they would do with these their cars would like animate and like do all these dastardly tricks Oh. oh my god, this was like a live kid version of that. Oh, it was such a good cartoon. Like, it was always different. And every car was a different cartoon from a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. So it was like, what are their names? Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear and Boo Boo had one. No, not the Jetsons. They didn't have one. But like, Flint, all the like animals and shit like that had them. Mm. And the entire, every single episode was just a race. Just a car race. Yeah, it was just, and they would fight each other the whole way to the end, and that's it. And every every one, there'd be a new winner. Just training kids to grow up and love Fast and the Furious. Yup. Woo. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, Darla is Waldo's seatmate, and she gets angry because Waldo is like doing mean tricks. He's not just winning; he is making them lose. And they make you think. That Waldo was left on the side of the road. Because Darla says, pull over. I am getting out, you dick. Mm-hmm. And Homeboy was kicked to the curb by a little girl, so that's mm-hmm. embarrassing. Yeah. He showed weakness. So... <laughs> you got a little creepy there, there Linda. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's Game of Thrones. We won't talk about it again. Anyways, so <laughs> you are not Arya. So they go through the race, and the so at first the, the bullies... bully changed the arrow, so they go in the wrong way. But the, the adults apparently don't catch it till three of the kids go through. No, the bullies didn't change it. The other kids changed it on accident. I think. What the bullies were walking up to it, I thought, and they just yanked on the sign because they were bored Either with way. life. So after Waldo gets left behind, then the bullies like somehow light alfalfa and. Spanky's car on fire and the Waldo air air quotation marks that you can't see Mm -hmm. Waldo puts the fire out 
With a fire extinguisher. Yeah, that she just has in the car. So she slows down to do it. So that was a nice gesture, especially based on how much of an asshole he'd been previously. So when the race is over, Spanky's like, we're going to invite him into the club. Like, I'm going to go over and talk to him. Goes over and says, like, hey, what you did was really cool. We want to formally invite you to be part of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Waldo takes off his helmet and his Darla. So Spanky does like girls. (laughs) And that's what we learned. I don't think. And when it's revealed that AJ Ferguson is the race car driver, he asks for two kisses on his cheeks. One for the other cheek. (laughs) (laughs) It's so adorable. Is it? Yeah. Reba McIntyre. Such great hair. Yeah. Did you notice Donald Trump cameo in this movie? Yeah, I did. It, it was, was pretty gross. It was so gross. Do you think that, and he played the asshole kid's dad. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Which made sense. So that's the movie. That was the movie, and he gets the girl, and they get all hang out. Oh, yeah, and then because they finish they all... with all the girls and the boys match their counterpart, so everybody has their own little twin. Well, yeah, because they realize that girls are not these other creatures like they are they have more in common than they thought so the boys and the girls are all in the club together and they all have fun because they all have things in common and their lives are all the better for it there's no more turmoil or tension between the boys and alfalfa do you know who's still left out the bullies yeah well i mean Everybody's happy except for the two poor outcasts who couldn't. But to be fair, who couldn't afford a derby car, so they had to steal it. That's why they had to steal it. Is they were the poor kids. Oh, but the other boys didn't have money for a car either, and they made a plan on how to get that money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And these little bu- bullies just decided to steal it. So, really, I don't feel bad for these bullies at all. They probably are not invited to hang out with them because they're assholes. It's very discriminatory. That's all I'm saying. They're but willing they're to assholes. let these. Well, I mean, but it's not discriminatory to leave the girls out of the club. Yeah, but I get that. That's discriminating based on gender. That's fucked up. Uh, it's discriminating than... based on you being an asshole is completely different. That's not. It's, it's discriminating like, against social okay. classes. They're not a different social class. Mm-hmm. We don't. We never see proof. And also, I think that possibly they have a lot of money because their parents can afford leather jackets. So they're probably the rich ones. <laughs> you stupid. They're just not, uh, they're assholes, but not as much as Waldo is. We're going to have to agree to disagree. We will. I hope our viewers pick a side. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pick a side. Tell this bitch what's up. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you join us again next week for the same bat uh, hour, same bat podcast. And we discuss another movie from our childhood. Please follow us on Twitter and go to our website, thegreatcinematicdebate.com, or follow us on Twitter at 80s Babies Cinema. Cinema. Or follow, find us on iTunes at 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate. God, I fucked that <laughs> no, up. You're probably oh, listening that's... to us on iTunes right now. It's so crazy. Whoa. You guys have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time.